Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pokemon special with EP. I am one of your hosts, Wrestling Chris G. On the other line with me is good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? I'm all right. I know you're not you're not used to these intros yet, are you? <laughs> no, no. It's a it's a special, Doug. It's, it's something. A, it's something, yeah. But um all right, everybody. We are back with episode two of the Arceus Adventure. So this week's episode is called, let's see, Rampaging Heat Rent from the Arceus, the one called God special from Amazon Prime Video. So this is episode two and I don't really have much to really say before we even Jump into the episode, Doug. Um, how are you? How are you enjoying the series so far? I enjoyed the first episode. Um, after breaking it down, um, more than I enjoyed just kind of watching it on my own without any um context or any um gaps being filled in. So, you know, I I think I'll get a pretty good grasp of where things are going. I mean, this will. You know, after this episode, we'll be at the halfway point, so. Yes, yes, sir. So, all right. Well, I think if if you don't have anything else to add, Doug, I'm pretty sure we can kind of just jump on into this week's episode. Or if you're on Patreon, just jump on into this this episode. So, this week, we have, <clears throat> we actually have an intro. And in the intro, um, we do see Brock, which they kind of ruin <laughs> in a way. So, I mean, but yes, Brock, Brock does end up returning um, in this in this episode. But this is Heatran's Explosive Advance, which is what's translated from Japanese. This episode was also um, dropped on January 21st with the first episode. Um, there's two... There's a different date for the other two episodes, but yeah, yeah, but um, but these these first two episodes were dropped on the on the exact same day, and let's go ahead and dump on in. So, <clears throat> all right, so 
we start this week's episode with our heroes. So on the on the last one, they were they Pikachu, Grokey, and Piplup felt a disturbance um in the in the air and they traced it over to the mountain. So they are now running towards the mountain to figure out what's going on. And it's at this this point, <laughs> Ash is sitting here and he's like, What's wrong, Pikachu? Which is a question you should probably should have asked all the way back down on the ground, but they they've they've come to a stop, Doug. Yeah, and and they're all kind of staring at um particular spot in the mountain, and then all of a sudden it just we get this ear splitting just vibration and uh, a horde of Pokemon come tumbling out. Five Chingling. Five of them come out, and then they're followed by a a oh, bronze bronzor. So this bronzor um, hits all the Chingling with a a wave of energy and knocks them back. And our heroes have to be like, hey, you know, cut that out, you know. And all all of these Pokemon have a weird, um like elect like purple electricity vibrating off of their body as well so in an order in order to kind of calm everybody down dawn sends piplup to use whirlpool on everybody and i don't know what she was trying to accomplish i don't know like snap them out of it but whatever it did it, i mean is it because they're electric yeah so <clears throat> what i caught um from this is i mean she sent it in to do whirlpool and the electricity was all sucked up into the water is what i'm is what i'm guessing and since they're around a bunch of rocks and the water kind of um evaporated everybody there's another word i was trying to say but i i can't even get it out um yeah and i know what you but i can't think of it so uh, once the water kind of went away and it hit all the rocks, it, the electricity kind dissipated. of dissipated. Yeah, there you go. Dissipated. And and it just went away and um, all the Pokemon are fine again. So their mm-hmm. eye, their eyes that were all nice and red are back to their normal eye colors as well. And Don has a nice line of, I bet that cold cold shoulder, that cold shower really cooled your head. I was like, that helps. Um, And, you know, we, like you said, we see that they've all kind of returned to normal, except that one of the chinglings has a bump on its head. Yes. And, you know, they say, oh, it's hurt. And then, we get this weird um cosmic like abyss i guess just kind of comes out of nowhere and we see the three legendary pokemon we saw at the end of part 1 yes as left yuxi and mespirit and these so, are these are legendary pokemon so after um, our heroes kind of take a second to kind of get their bearings, um, Go pulls out his Pokedex, which 
I mean, at this point, it's just a phone, right? I mean, yeah, it it basically is. Uh, but the first one that he looks at is Aslep. And because uh, I, I, I know they have the Japanese name, so I'm just going to help you out here. Um, but you the first one's Aslep, Doug, if you want to give the description. So we find out that Aslep is a willpower Pokemon. He's a psychic type. We also learn that it's known as the god of willpower. And we see um, we get it is said. To have endowed humans with the determination to face any of life's difficulties yes um, the next very, one oh i'm sorry i was gonna say very much like a fortune cookie yes and the next one is yuxi and it says it's a knowledge pokemon psychic type and it is known as the god of knowledge it is said to have endowed humans with the intelligence to solve various problems and let's see what else and then and then we get mess spirit the emotion pokemon you want to go over this one doug yes so we get you know god of emotion it is said to have endowed humans with we no i'm sorry it is said to have endowed the human heart with emotions such as joy and sorrow yes so And Go is like in trance. He's like, he's like, this is absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh. And Pikachu's just like, hi, hi, old friends. <laughs> and Gro- and Grokey's just like, whoa. But they're they're all looking around because they're inside a very weird blue, red, and purple like orb. And from here, um, the three mythic mythical Pokemon fly all the way to the top and they open up what looks like just a whole bunch of flames. And they're looking at it, they're like, whoa, what what's going on here? And then Arceus comes down and Arceus just looks at him and he's like, goes like, whoa, what what is that? And Ash is like, that's Arceus. <laughs> just knows that. Well, well, yeah, because he 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 interacted with him in the 2009 movie. I see. Yes, I understand. I gotcha. So it's at this point that Arceus is standing right in front of the the fiery pit. Um, I guess you can call it, and then from here, just goes away. Like I'm just like wait 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 hold up hold up but no it he's he goes away from the fiery pit and all of our heroes are left wondering what this all meant doug and um you know don um picks up the 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 injured um jingling and says well that must have been some kind of message but you know, come on, we have to get <clears throat> we have to get to a Pokemon Center. Yeah. And well then, go go well go had a funny line right right before that. He he looked right over at Ash and he was like, How the heck are you so calm and we just saw Arceus? 
And, and Ash is like, when we were adventuring through Sinnoh, we worked with, um, um, well, he, he's like, we worked with others to rescue Dialga and Palkia, who are two other um, legendary Pokemon as well. And he's like, and goes like, whoa, that's freaking their, incredible. Those their, um, their English names? Dialga and um, Palkia, yes, that that that's okay. their that that's their English names. Gotcha. <clears throat> so yeah, after they pick up the injured uh, Chingling, uh, we are brought back to the uh, team um, Galactic Galactic uh, headquarters, and they're still doing readings on. Um... God, I lost his name. Who Saturn? Pokemon. No, the Pokemon. Heatrun. Yeah, they're they're still doing readings on Heatrun's um, abilities, and we uh, uh, Jupiter says that the hyper um, evasion rate are stable. Yes, and then we see Saturn walk over to. A big carving, a picture of their boss, Cyrus. And he's like, Team Galactic, a secret society who once attempted to destroy the world. Let's see. In order to create a new world free of conflict. Okay, so that's what it was. And um, it says their boss was a charismatic figure and his name was Cyrus. And in pursuing his ambition, he took advantage of the power of Dialga and Palkia, the legendary Pokemon he had summoned to open the space-time gate. And when it, and, but once his pl- plans were foiled by Ash and his friends, um, he went and and jumped into the space-time continuum in. And he abandoned his subordinates and vanished through the space-time gate. That that was kind of selfish, <laughs> if if you're telling me. But um, but then they're like, all preparations are now complete thanks to Heatren's power, Doug. And Saturn says this was the step, the first step towards a, a new world, and he said the plan will convince, the plan will commence. At 1800 hours. And uh, we find out basically through the the response from the staff, because the staff say all together, they say, yes, sir. So we find out that he's kind of the, the leader, the, the head man in charge. And then um, we are then shot over to a Pokemon Center um, where everybody is watching. Um, Pokemon news. Pokemon news on these big screens. And they're basically saying ever since the the vibration that we saw at the end of the first part, that Pokemon have been acting strange. And we see images with the um, purple lightning that uh, similar to the stuff that was affecting the Chingling and the, um, the other fella. Um, Bronzor. Yeah, him. And <laughs> we get, um, we see a, 
set of uh, sneakers. And yep. we hear we hear a voice say that shingling is all better now. And everybody turns around and they collectively ship themselves because it's Brock. Yes, Brock is back. <laughs> and he he also has a blissy, everybody. Um, but uh, Brock is like, he's like, man, he's like, I can't believe we're all, all three of us are here at the exact same time. Not, not even acknowledging go, but he probably didn't even know. Well, he doesn't know anything about go. Right. And, um, Dawn and Ash are trying to tell Brock basically what's going on right now, but they're, they're both talking at the exact same time. And Brock is like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I can't understand anything if you both are talking at the exact same time. And then Go jumps in and he's like, pleasure to meet you. My name is Go. And Groke's like, Groke. And he's like, oh, he's like, nice to meet you. I'm Brock. Ash and I go way back, which is kind of funny because in this anime, Ash is, <laughs> Ash is still 10 years old. He's still right. he's still 10. And Brock met him when he was 10. Like, uh, like it, it kind of bugs me just a little bit like they, that they didn't even just let him grow like a year or maybe have him at least be 12 at this point. But I mean, because they Brock is saying that they go way back. But um, they go way back. They just span multiple dimensions as well. <laughs> apparently. And um. Go is like, Ash has told me so much about you, Brock. He told me that you're a former gym leader and a Pokemon breeder and that you're aiming to become a Pokemon doctor now. And Ash is like, yeah, Go is adventuring with me. So it's at this point, Ash looks over and he's like, you got a Blissey now? And Brock is like, yeah, my Happiny evolved. And when it evolved, it evolved all the way up into a Blissey and he helps me. And <laughs> and then as soon as it, 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 I I I have to laugh because I I love Brock's um Krogan, but Krogan just um flies out of its Pokeball and it has a nice little nurse hat on, <laughs> and Cro Krogan is just is just sitting there. He's like Krogan, <laughs> and freaking Don. Um, gets down and she's like long time no see Krogon and Krogon of course just looks away from Dawn he's like eh I don't like you <laughs> Krogon likes no girls at all Doug and anytime that Brock goes to hit on a girl Krogon gets very very jealous and does poison sting on Brock's buttocks and, and then drags him away from the woman I see that makes make something make sense <laughs> so yes but um but okay so um doug since i did a little bit of that talking i'm gonna hand the mic over to you to go over um brock and ash talking about the magnetic field so basically um brock's like yeah i saw that news report and he said the magnetic field um must have caused the chingling to um get confused because it's all it's out of what uh, <clears throat> pardon me it's out of whack um and 
Dawn's like, let's go uh, check out um, a mountain. Mount- yep, Mount Tegan. Mount T- well, I see, yeah, but I wasn't sure if that was a translation, so I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's go check out Mount Tegan. And Brock's like, all right, I can get you there. So they go in this elevator, and they're going up, 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 up. And come to find out, they're in a dead gum hovercraft. <laughs> hovercraft of sort. I'm, this is where you started to lose me a little bit. What the world are we doing here? So the freaking writers are like, how can we make Brock look cool in this episode? Let's give him a hovercraft. All right. <laughs> give him a hover. So they they're all four of them are in this thing and nobody's minding any, you know, nothing's out of place to anybody. And then um we see the hovercraft get smaller as they approach Mount Tegan, and then we are back in Team Galactic Headquarters. And yes, Saturn and- is I guess the translation um, is Mount Coronet. I see, but I w- see, so I wasn't sure. But I mean, they know what I'm talking about. Yes. So, and then we we see that um, Saturn is still giving out orders. Yes, and from here, <clears throat> let's see. They're they're pulling up all these screens and they're lowering down a what looks like a big old machine and he's like commencing operation and he's pressing a whole bunch of buttons and then out they it's like the top um opens up of the headquarters and a big old satellite comes barreling out and it starts pointing at the sky and then we see we see a whole bunch of like things happening from heat rins um orb around this crystal and then we're back with ash go dawn and brock and then brock was like well maybe this was a message from arceus but um dawn looks over at her watch and she's like i better tell um cynthia all about this so she hits the button and she's calling cynthia and we're back inside um team galactic's um headquarters and they're like plate b is standing by all systems are operational and that's what mars was saying and then we we go over to um um to saturn and he's like all right heat rim let's go and heat rim he's like magma storm and heat rim does its magma storm again and it starts barreling up towards the machine and the machine looks like it's it's just being overpowered and this place looks like it's about to catch on fire and everyone's like critical thresholds have been breached and <clears throat> it shoots a beam up to the satellite and the satellite starts powering up and we we see it all lighting up and then it's now on and they're like activating energy generator and then the satellite is still just powering up it's powering up and they're like all right everybody fire and they take it and they shoot this big old beam into the sky and brock looks over and he's like whoa what is that and go is like we need to go over there it's coming from that mountain and he's like brock can you take us there and he's like yes i can 
And Doug, I'm going to hand this on over to you now. So he, they pop a Yui, basically, and, you know, then we're back to um, Galactic Headquarters, and uh, Jupiter is standing there and says, just as we uh, calculated, uh, changes to the space-time topology have been detected. Um, you know, and she says, well, it looks like the gate is rapidly expanding and Mars is excited because, you know, we're almost reunited with Leader and Heatran is just barreling through with the magma storm and um, does it go, like, magma style or something? Like, I mean, because the <laughs> flames turn blue. So... I mean, it's still the same thing, but once the flames turn blue, that that's just indicating that it's that he's like giving out like maximum power. Because, um, as you know um, from science, the hottest flame is blue. Very true. Very true. And Saturn is um, telling Heatran to to push it further and amount of power generated by the magma storm is starting to put a strain on the system and Jupiter's starting to panic a little bit and everyone starts starts going well maybe we need to back off and then freaking um Mars and 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 Saturn are like no we're we're way too close now and then from here uh Heatran is just just barreling his flames at this crystal, and the crystal ends up backfiring onto Heatran, and Heatran can't take the heat. <laughs> and it just barrels him back into a wall, and everyone's like, oh no. And then the whole entire lab just blows up. And the the beam that was flying towards the sky is now gone. And we see the crystal has collapsed inside of the headquarters and Heatran is kind of pissed off now. And cause he has a whole bunch of rubble, um, just laying on top of him that he blows it off with, with its fiery body. And Heatran is just enraged. Now he's just mad. And, um, um, Jupiter, um, comes over and he's like, he's like, what's wrong with you, Heatran? And, Heatran just barrels a bunch of fire just all around and they're they're like, oh my God, he's he's enraged. And freaking Jupiter, he's like, he's like, return. And he takes out the dust ball and he tries to return Heatran to its Pokeball, but Heatran um blows the Pokeball out of his hand and then the Pokeball falls and just melts from the extreme heat that Heatran is giving out. And this is when uh, what is it? Saturn. Saturn is is like everybody retreat. Well, no, Saturn is his trainer, and Saturn got knocked down when um, Heatran knocked the ball out of his hand. Oh, okay. So, so Mars had to run over and pick him up and say, you know, let's get the fuck out of here. And um, you know, then everybody kind of collapsed. Because the um, the lab like a hundred percent exploded, and out of the smoke 
um, Heatran, who is literally just a a fire, uh, just a, 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 a literally almost the fire emoji, um, just walks away, and um, Saturn says, "Could it be that Heatran's um, ability?" Um, oh, because uh, he can, well, well, Heatran ate the fire plate. I got you. Yes. Okay. So that that's what turned him into the the fiery little emoji that that he is now. So Saturn says, "Has Heatran's ability, the kindred fire, gone berserk?" And <laughs> just a weird sentence. And Jupiter looks over and goes, "Kindred fire." And um, we basically get a a brief lesson of. Um, Pokemon special abilities, which you heard in an episode previously, um, because it was in the episode where Ash uh, got his Pokemon evaluated right after he caught um, Sawaddle. Sawaddle. Um, and we, we found out about um, Pokemon abilities because the, the evaluator was like, your Sawaddle has the wrong special ability. You're better suited for a Sawaddle with this. And he's like, you're out of your mind. And then we find out that the that, that chick was a fraud, but that's a, you know, you've already heard that episode. <laughs> so we basically get a uh, another explanation about Pokemon um, special abilities. And basically Saturn says, since Heatran consumed the, um, the, fire, the fireball plate, or fuck. <laughs> yep. And <clears throat> we see Heatren and um Heatren basically blasted a laser out of its mouth up into the sky. And then we go into the mouth of Heatren where we see the fireplate on the inside, and then Heatren is now a big blaze of fire, and he's just walking. And he's walking up this mountain. All the Pokemon are freaking scared. And you see all the wild Pokemon just running away because Heatran is basically making this big forest on top of this mountain catch on fire with his body. And Brock, Brock and... Go and Ash, they're like, what What could that be? And they're like, that looks like Heatran, even though I don't see how they got Heatran out of that. <laughs> 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 and they're like how the hell did he end up like that and then uh, they're like so the fire um um that so the fire that um Yuxi showed us was this and ash is like this is bad the forest is gonna burn and then we go back to heat Ren. doug you want to go to the um team galactic in the helicopter yeah, so Team Galactic is trailing Heatran in a copter, and uh, Mars is like, where's it going? And um, Jupiter says, well, could it be going towards the the spear pillars? And I tell you, this is just some world-class dialogue. Um, <laughs> and um, Saturn's in the back going, good, keep going. And he says, open the space-time gate. And he looks out his window and sees um, our heroes in in their um, craft, and he's like, "Oh fuck, we're being tailed." And 
we see that the space-time gate is opening over Heatran's head as um, Brock's vessel approaches from behind. And he says, it's headed towards the space pillars. So apparently everybody knows what these space pillars are but me. And I really don't care. (laughs) Freaking um, 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 on this scene, I I just want to point this out real quick, Doug. Um, In the video game. So remember when I when I was telling you on a personal phone call how um, your character falls from a rift from the sky? Mm -hmm. Um, That is the um, thing that you fall out of. I see. So in in this in this scene, they have a nice little glimpse of the mountain with the space time rift opening in the background. All right, and you can continue, Doug. So um, Dawn gets her little um, interjection and says, "Team Galactic, summon the um, Pokemon that I'm sure these aren't their actual names um, from there once." And um, <laughs> and <laughs> Ash, this is this is the Ash I'm familiar with. <laughs> so are you tell so are you telling me this could be Team Galactic? And we're like, oh shit! And, <laughs> and 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 the Pokemon that you're you're talking about is Dialga. So it's funny in Japanese and in English, it's the same name, but it is Dialga and Palkia. Okay, of course it is. As soon as I figure it isn't. So Ash is like, oh, or no, Brock's like, well, we need to get out ahead of it. And they're like, all right. So he um, flies alongside Heatran and he fucking drops the top, basically. You know, um, takes the little, um, well, the bubble, I guess. Um, and, And like, everybody's like burning as they get past Heatran and land they land in front of Heatran. Yes they do. Why? <laughs> because it's a kid's show. It's a kid's show. <laughs> so dumb. After they land in front of Heatran, um they climb they climb a, the the side of a big rocky hill um so they can get a glimpse of Heatran from above. And Dawn looks over at Piplup and it's like Piplup we're, we're gonna need your help. And Ash is like, uh, um, he's like, I have the perfect Pokemon too. And Brock um, walks up to give these these little kids some knowledge. He's like, wait, it's too big. A Pokemon battle isn't the solution. We need to formulate a plan. And everyone is like, and then out of nowhere, a wild Krogon, well, what we think is a wild Krogon, um, flies out. And just does some type of like mud slap on all four of our heroes. And <clears throat> oh no, it's that's not a Krogon. It's a it's a toxic toxigro. Right, the evolved form of Krogon, I'm assuming. Yes. And then out of the out of uh, Brock's Pokeball is his Krogon, and he goes in and tries to punch this toxic crow. And everyone's looking over and they're they're like, is that? And then we see Team Galactic in their helicopter and he he flies down and all three members come out and they're like, uh, Ash is like, oh, it's Team Galactic. And it's that, uh, here you go, Doug, there you go. And um, Mars and um, 
Jupiter throw out their Pokemon, and I have no clue who they are. Um, oh, <laughs> I <laughs> I can tell you um, who they are. So they they throw out. Uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. I will have it in just a moment because it is Mars. Mars's Pokemon is on the left. Jupiter's Pokemon's on the right. Uh, a Perugly and a Skunk Tank. Oh, of course. You know all the baddies have to have horrible sounding Pokemon. Um, <laughs> and Piplup and Pikachu kind of square up like, "Oh, it's going down." And um, they're like, what are you doing here? It's not like we need villains in this thing. Oh, right, we do. Um, but Brock says, "What? the police detained Team Galactic. And um, <laughs> uh, Mars is like, yeah, uh, uh, thanks for catching everybody up. You're, you're, you're so <laughs> and Ash is like, he's like, so it's your fault Heatran is like that. And then we get a glimpse of Heatran just walking and goes like, what's your game? And he, and freaking, um, I, I'm, I'm never going to get all, get, get their names. That, Saturn basically is like, we have no obligation to answer any of your questions. Yeah. Saturn. There you go. And freaking Heatran opens its mouth. And then all of a sudden we go in, in his mouth again. And we look at the crystal and this is when we get Arceus. Um, he Arceus look. He looks like he's in pain, but I think he's just telling our three little um legendary Pokemon, um, Yuxi, Axlef, and Mespirit, um, uh, what's going on. And this is when they they come out into the real world. And then Heatran is on his way up, and er everyone's fixated on the three legendary Pokemon. Doug, you want to go over um this with um as they fly above. Heatran. So the three legendary Pokemon circle Heatran, and um, uh, Saturn says they're they better not be trying to, you know, foil our plans. He says, "Well, not on my watch." And he fucking screams, and uh, we see as the legendaries get ever closer to uh, Heatran, and then they just—it's just a massive ball of fire as. The um, legendaries kind of retreat a little bit, and it's just it's just flames, and it's just pardon it, me, and we we see like fiery tentacles, and it's and like it's, just, it's like Heatran have evolved into a bigger version of itself. It, it almost looks like a fiery like I'm gonna I'm gonna oversimplify the fuck out of this. It looked like a fiery Gengar for a second. Yes, <laughs> but and and that's where we cut this part off yes so that is the uh, that is where they leave you with part two of this four-part series and we literally have heatran just roaring at the sky and just done <laughs> and then we get um some nice little artwork um at the end of this episode as well and each time that they um end end an episode we get the artwork that they draw up is just like nice little stills of the main parts from this episode. It's beautiful. Yes, very beautiful. But other than that, I think we are done with this. Um, so, Doug, now that we're getting into the meat and potatoes of this, 
Um, how did you like episode two? I'm a big fan of a cliffhanger. Um, you know, they literally like. I mean, they're literally in the middle of it, and they say, "Oh, this is this is the part." And you know, I find it interesting that um, parts three and four have different release dates than the first two, so you might have had to wait for this um, at the time. You know, if you were keeping up with them. So, yeah, I mean, this would, you know, this would make me come back. So, all right. Well, that being said, everybody, I want to thank you for hitting that download button. If you're on Patreon, um, episode three is already up there for you. So you can go ahead and click that download button. If you're listening to this on the free feed, uh, we will see you next week for the next part of this of this series. Um, and that being said, go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Hi, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you I will see you on the next RCS episode, everybody. Have a good night.